Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tavern Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. This is Season 4's Episode 9's How in the World Are You? Me? I'm pretty good. It's been another busy week in town, as you might have guessed. Appreciate y'all rating this podcast on the Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to. I don't think all platforms, they let you rate it and give it a little rating or whatever, leave a little comment, but I know the iTunes do, and that helps me. Uh, you know, I use that to promote because folks folks hear me say, hey, you want to listen to my podcast? They're like, sure, you want me to listen to your podcast. It's your podcast, but when y'all say, hey, no, go listen to that podcast, it go a long way. So I appreciate them comments uh, y'all, y'all been leaving, and uh, again, it's been a busy week. There's been a lot going on, and we just had... Uh, well, I'll get to that in a minute, what we just had. But last week, there was a donut party down at Donut Goes in town. That's the donut shop in town. Cheryl and Shane Grubbs, they bought, and they've been reworking it. Uh, but they've been leaving a lot of the stuff the same. That standard glaze twist is a standard glaze twist. It's a standard glaze. It's a twist. It's glaze. Uh, but first, before you glaze it, it's, it's just a standard a twist. You like a like a donut, but it's twist. It's longer, and then you you glaze it. Then that, that happens after you, you make the donut. But they didn't mess with that recipe. They didn't need to. They didn't need to. It's a beautiful thing. But anyways, uh, so if you didn't have a chance to listen to last week's about the donut goals and the donut party, I'd say go back and listen there and we'll be here waiting on you. Uh, lots going on. Uh, I mentioned a few, uh, probably a month ago, so I'm on Patreon. That's just a way if you want to pitch in to help Chancellor Park grow. Uh, I'll leave a link in the show notes for that. Uh, it's just, you know, I have some exclusive stuff. Last week got away from me. I didn't post. Uh, I've been doing some stuff on there every week, uh, but I should be getting back at it this week. Anyhow, so a lot's going on. Uh, you know we had a fishing tournament in town this week. Oh, yeah, it's true. We sure did. We had another softball game. Team Burger Shed, we was nine, three, and twos heading into this week's game. I got an update on that shortly, too, how we did. Did we win? Did we lose? Did we tie? Did they cancel the game? Did the other team forfeit? Uh, well, you're going to find out. I guess I should first back up to the preparation that goes into getting ready for a fishing tournament. It ain't easy. Now, me, I'm a no-pro fisherman, so I bring the snacks. And you better know that's on my mind before a day on the water. Y'all know I caught my first bass here recently. It is a, a video on the interwebs, on the TikToks, on the YouTubes, on the Instagrams, where you can see me pulling a bass out of the water that I caught on a pole that I cast out there in the water. Well, I didn't cast the pole out there. I held onto the pole, but I cast the bait out there on the line kind of thing. And I reeled in a bass. And I was trying to figure out from my buddy Cliff Pace, who I was fishing with, uh, what you do once you catch a fish, because that didn't happen before for me. And uh, he, he said, you just you just toss it back in the water. Like, you, don't, you ain't supposed to name it or nothing like that. But I don't know. Anyhow, uh, you can see that video on the interwebs. And you may be saying... Where do you go for your snacks, Tavin? Well, for this tournament, I had three stops for snacks. It's kind of stand. It's just standard snacks, and it's just how it turned out. Rickards Grocery Store 
has what I call like, you know, just the basics. Groceries like a white bread, pimento cheese, bags for the snacks, chips, specifically Funyuns, hot fries, pork rinds, barbecue flavor. Uh, now, I don't know. It's not like I always do this, uh, but a little something I did different this time. I stopped by Donut Goes. And I got a standard glazed twist. That's that glazed twist. This twist is just standard. It's a standard glazed twist. I was just feeling it, you know, the day of the tournament. And to be clear, I usually do like the old peanut butter jelly sandwich. I really do. But I was feeling the pimento cheese this time around. And I doubled up on that. It's a big, thick sandwich. It's so good. I brought a, a bag of Tavin's Bacon Bag. Uh, great to take fishing. Check out the link in my show notes today for that one, and you can get yourself one or three or whatever. That's a good gift, and it's good good to eat yourself. Yeah, it's one of those things where, boy, it's good eating. You want, well, you want a bag for yourself. Uh, it's good to share, but it's hard to share your bag kind of thing. So anyway, you see that link there in the show notes today too. And that left me with one last stop, which was the bait and tackle snack section that Rance Farnhart runs out of the bait and tackle shop. I got some sunflower seeds, water, and Mountain Dew. So now I'm ready to go. One thing about my fishing gear is that I don't have any yet. So Rance loaned me some stuff, and Donnie Wayne Chambliss, he let me use his boat that he has right there on the property next to the repair shed where he works. Uh, he wasn't going to fish the tournament anyhow. So uh, if you ain't familiar with my town, uh, there's the lake. Rance Farnhart runs the bait and tackle that's on the lake. They got snacks inside. They got a patio there, and, and they do a little restaurant there, fish and chips kind of thing. Uh, he also cut hair on that patio. That's where I get my hair cut. Uh, Rance do that. And so there's a lot going on there. And then the repair shed, it's about 100 yards uh, from the bait and tackle, and that's where Donnie Wayne work. And anyhow, he's, he's let me use a boat. So I was happy with my buddies uh, that helped me out. You know, you probably wonder why I ain't got fishing gear yet or stuff like that. Well, Firstly, you may know I do have a boat, but I can't get it to the water. And B, Cricket's granddaddy really liked it and asked to borrow it, so I ain't even got it right now. I don't know when I'm going to get back. It's one of them borrows where you're thinking, well, I, it's just a loan, but maybe it's more than a loan, uh, and I ain't, I ain't asked about it, so that's how that go. Everything else is priority. Like, I need a truck. So I'm working on that, and I ain't got extra folding money to spend on a rod and reel right now, so that's how that work. I just am where I am. But if I win this tournament or even get in the top three, I have a little bit of jingle to be able to buy some my own gear and take an extra trip to the burger shed this week's how that go. So it's tournament time. I've been learning a lot, but now it's time to put it into practice. That's what I'm doing. I have been out on the water again and again and again and again, but now it's time to show my skills in the town tournament. So I got the snacks. Here recently, Cricket got me a little ice chest so I can keep the cold stuff cold, but I just put everything in there so I ain't got to carry any stuff, but just the ice chest and hold on to that handle, and I got some stuff out of the ice chest, but I keep it. Anyway, it's just one handle. I'm good to go. So whether it's supposed to be an ice chest to keep cold or it's just it not, it just all go in there like a carrying case. There's always the snack helmet for the watermelon snack helmet, but when you ain't got it, you need a way to carry them snacks and keep them drinks cold. And for me, today, keep that pimento cheese sandwich cold, too, when it's time to eat. So I feel like I was ready with the snacks. And to me, that's 90% of the battle. And the rest is just fishing. It's an early start, but not too bad. Lines in at 7 a.m., break for lunch, then one more round. That's two rounds total. That's how that worked. That's how the math go with this fishing tournament in town. Well... Everybody's fishing the lake all at once. There's 14 entries, actually 15, 16, 16 entries total. 
So there's 16, which a smaller turnout, uh, even with 16, I don't know why, don't get me wrong, 16 is a goodly amount, especially for the size of the lake, but I'm wondering if the prizes didn't lure folks in, so to speak. Here's what they was. First prize, you ready for this, is $200. Like, that's just money. Money, money. And a gift card to Guthrie's Hunting Supply. I think it's like $30, uh, gift certificate, gift card kind of thing. Second place was $100. That's money, money, just the cash money. And a gift certificate to Debate and Tackle, where Rance Farnhart, what he runs, where he works, for $20. So that's that's second place. And thirdly place was $50, cash money, and a certificate that says, you third place. Two other folks was better than you. And I was all about it. So that's the only folks getting anything. Out of the 16 people, three was going to win, and 13 just wasn't going to come home with nothing but a good day, you hope. I was all about it anyhow. Gilbert Phillips, he was there. He's a mess. Cody Mantell was there. He can be a handful, too. J.T. Whitlow's girlfriend, Whitney, she wanted to sing the national anthem, but they told her no. They just played it over a speaker. Whitney loves that attention. She's bringing air horns to the softball games. J.T. finally found her air horns, and he hid them from her. So there's all kind of folks at fishing today in the tournament. I mean, it's only 16, and I was one of them, so I can just list them off for you. Jerry Don and Sybil Farnhart, that's uh, two more, so that leaves 13 folks left. You know, they entered separately. So they had to be in separate boats because even though they married, they in competition for the fishing tournament. And then let's see who else was there. I already said, well, there's Myron Curtis. He was there. And I told you Cody Mantell was there. Then Ricky Don Pearson, Mary Beth Tucker. She's dating Myron. Russell Tucker, that's Mary Beth's older brother, a friend of mine. Chet Dilroy's in it. Misty Fisdale, she's a wild-eyed teenager, sharpshooter, hard worker, apparently aspiring to be a good fisherman too. Uh, Kevin Rickert. Hank Thistle, he's has a bad idea from the beginning. I'll get into that later. Neil McKinney, him and his wife Danita, they run that townwide live nativities at Christmas times. Uh, J.T. Whitlow, Gilbert Phillips, his mom is Chlorine, and he beat up an adult bull moose, as the story goes. And then Mort Dwight L. So out of these, just like any local tournament, I guess some folks is more experienced on the water than others. And I'm starting to consider myself, y'all guys. One of the more experienced these days than even years ago. You know about that? I've been fishing. So now, like anybody, I'm, deprived, I'm trying to put into practice what I've been learning. What better way to show the world than the local fishing tournament? Am I right? Thank you. So we've been doing some talking. Guys are joking about how they're going to whoop everybody. Myron Curtis, he's the loudest of them all, and nobody believed Myron. Even Mary Beth Tucker's girlfriend wasn't on his side because she in the tournament too anyway. So she's shaking him off like, not today, Myron. Well, it's time for lines in, and Hank Thistle lasts about seven minutes in this fishing tournament. He got a lazy eye, looks like a marble on a ping pong paddle. He lived on the same street as Imogene and Raymond Watkins and Millie Ricks. His house is actually in between them other two houses. He got a burn pile going year round. Well, Hank got one pole he's bringing in his boat and a tackle box, but he gets hung up as he gets into the boat. I mean, Donnie Wayne Chambliss is helping folks by the water, and I don't know if he's volunteering or it's just because he's on the property anyway because he got that repair shed, uh, but uh, he's helping folks in. So Hank has hooked the back of his own fishing vest, and he just yanking that pole, steady yanking that pole, trying to make it come loose. And Donnie Wayne's kind of holding both hands out, creeping toward Hank, you know, like trying to help. And he said, hold on, hold on. And he getting closer to Hank. Well, Hank's determined. I mean, he ready to fish, and he ain't about to just, you know, stay there and let that, let that hook be hooked on the back of his vest. So, I mean... Uh, he, he is he he ain't quitting i mean you got to be determined if you keeping a burn pile going year round and he keep yanking and that hook come loose and it fly up 
in the air and then you know how gravity works once what goes up they say it must come down and that thing's coming down at a pretty good clip toward donnie wayne in slow motion and it's like you hear the music only these ain't like chariots of fire music it's more like that sound you hear when you get a wrong answer on a game show kind of thing and that hook lands in donnie wayne's outstretched right hand and Hank has caught Donnie Wayne now. And Donnie Wayne hollers, Hank, don't yank that thing. You got me. So here he is. You know, Hank know how to yank. I mean, I'm telling you, he's determined. And he's about to tug on that thing. But he got that hook lodged in the right hand. Uh, Donnie Wayne Chambliss. Well, hearing Hank, uh, Hank's, Hank's hearing, I guess, I, let me tell you this thing. Hearing is not something that Hank Dissel is good at that ain't a strong point and listening ain't neither but that may just be because he can't hear so good i don't know not because he's trying to be ornery nothing like that so donnie wayne can see that this ain't gonna go well if he don't do nothing so quick as anything i mean i ain't never seen donnie wayne move so quick he pulled a knife out of a knife holster on his belt loop and he cut that line so fast right as hank thistle yanked that line only thing is when hank yank the line is cut Good news for Donnie Wayne. So with all the strength Hank could muster, he fell backways into that water, and Donnie Wayne pried that hook out so quick, he like a hook pit crew over there, just boom, bop, let's get back on the road kind of thing. He put that knife back in that little side holster, and he run over there to Hank, who's fallen back in about four foot of water. Myron was nearby. He ran over to help, but Myron meant well. But for whatever reason, and this is embarrassing, but he wore Crocs. You know about them shoes, them Crocs, them little slip-on rubber shoes, whatever? He wore them to the fishing tournament. And them Crocs don't keep good contact with a muddy riverbank. I'll put it to you like that. So here's old Hank Thistle getting pulled out the water by Donnie Wayne Chambliss, who Hank just caught on his own line. Hank's fishing vest is soaked and dripping. Granola bar floated right out of that thing, too. Good on Hank for bringing snacks, but even in the wrapper, that bar ain't going to be the same now. It's got a different feel to it. It's like getting a car back from a repair shop after the front end got tore up from running into the gate at the city dump. The car seemed to run fine after that, but it just don't seem the same. That's that granola bar Hank got. Well, Donnie Wayne has got Hank on his feet, and Hank, instead of being thankful for the help, he ain't there yet. He's just saying to Donnie Wayne, did you cut my line? Maybe Hank's just a focused fisherman. I don't know. I'd like to think that's what it is. Otherwise, he getting mad at Donnie Wayne Chambliss for cutting his fishing line after he just set a hook in Donnie Wayne's right hand. Well, put it to you this way. Hank was going to have a chance to be thankful again because here come Myron, just in the nick of bad timing and them crocs trying to steady grip that muddy riverbank. And then I think I heard one of them yell, we ain't built for this. We water in the lawn or taking out the trash can kind of shoes. Putting more water in a dog bowl kind of thing, but not this. Well, Myron figure out all this too late. Just so you know, because it may be helpful for you to really see what's going on here. Myron is one of them athletic shirts, almost like a swim shirt, long sleeved, bright orange, fanny pack. Who knows what's in it? Lures, snacks, another pair of Crocs. I don't know. And he got some tank, uh, some of the cargo shorts. You know them shorts with them extra pockets. I don't know if anything was in him either, I don't know, but his Crocs is camouflage, but they easy to see because his ankles and legs, they ain't camouflage. So here's Myron, big boy, bright orange shirt, cargo shorts, fanny packs, Crocs, barreling toward Donnie Wayne Chambliss, whose back is to Myron, and that's where Hank is in this lake. And Myron Curtis, with the best intentions in the world, ain't got no brakes on them Crocs, and that muddy riverbank's basically a nitro booster, and he just shoot right into that river, smack, 
into the back of Donnie Wayne Chambliss. Donnie Wayne a big boy too, so it wasn't like he was going to fly, but Myron had that momentum packed with them good intentions to help and thank Hank Thistle, you know, out of that water. But what actually happened was that Hank Thistle ended up back in the lake, submerged, farther out from where he started, and good luck getting that granola bar now, Hank. I mean, it was a tornado of fanny pack, Crocs, cargo shorts, and Donnie Wayne Chambliss. Myron was Myron was the was the whatever you call it, I guess, the catalyst. And then, uh, I mean, if it, if it was an Oreo cookie, uh, Myron is one of them sandwich sides. Uh, Donnie Wayne Chambliss is that cream in the middle, and then Hank Thistle's that other sandwich side. And boy, that came together in a soggy, wet lake water mess. Put it to you like that. Donnie Wayne ain't happy. He's kind of choking because he wasn't planning on getting knocked in the water and he ain't ready to deal with Myron yet because he's trying to finish what he started with, which is fish Hank Thistle out of the lake. So good on Donnie Wayne for not giving up on Hank Thistle because pretty sure he wasn't going to figure this out himself. Uh, you know, Hank ain't the youngest speller and he ain't so spry, although he is determined. I think we do know that. So Donnie Wayne, he pulled Hank out. Hank's still mad about Donnie Wayne cutting his line. But they both are wondering what in the world Myron was doing. So Donnie Wayne turned around and asked, What in the world, Myron? Myron's flailing around like a carp on a boat dock with his fanny pack and it came loose. So he's trying to find that. And apparently he had his phone in there because he said, My phone's in there. Well, Hank Thistle is done. He's 70 or more years old and he exerted more energy in the last five minutes than he might have done all week long. I mean, it's a struggle. Yanking that line and then trying to get out of the lake twice. Don and Wayne's hooked hand was bleeding. Myron lost a croc too, but it floated, so he got it back. Just like that, the field went from 16 to 15. Myron asked if he could go home and change, and they said sure, but the tournament's going to start anyway, so he just decided to fish wet. By that time, I tore it into that pimento cheese sandwich that I brought. You know, I doubled up on the pimento cheese, a real thick sandwich. Is on white bread. It had been on my mind, and, and uh, during all that commotion, it reminded me that the one sure thing on the water is them snacks. I did it right, too. You know, like I said, plenty of pimento cheese, soft white bread, and I cut it diagonal ways. You know how you got, like, two triangles like that away? That's what I did with that sandwich. Well, how'd the tournament go, Tabin? Well, I used a little drop shot, and I caught two fish on it. I caught a gar with a crankbait. I couldn't have told you that there was a gar still in that lake, but now I can. By the end, I caught enough to what would have been seventh place, but they only gave rewards to top three, like I told you, you know, earlier. And that was Sybil Farnhart. She know how to fish, y'all guys. Russell Tucker, second place. And Mary Beth Tucker, third place. Must run in the Tucker family. I don't know. And old Myron, he had to eat crow as they say, you know, uh, when he didn't even place. And didn't nobody get off to a rougher start than Myron Curtis, except Hank Thistle, of course. I heard Hank went home, and he took a four-hour nap, and then he stoked that burn pile with all that newfound energy, you know, after that nap, like that away. Donnie Wayne, he ain't the kind of guy that uses Band-Aids, so he just let that right hand scab up. Running a repair shop like he do, them hands are kind of like gloves now, anyhow. And we was all wore out by the time game rolled around this week. You know, the fishing tournament, you know, it's going on in town. It don't mean you cancel softball games. It ain't like the county fair. County fair, just about everything stopped. You know, about that, you know, like we didn't have no games county fair week, but uh, like a bye week, I guess you'd say, and, and a good good thing, too, because uh, you heard about that one-wheel accident out there. 
Uh, if you didn't, you can go listen to the County Fair episode. And I, it wasn't me on the one wheel. I'll put it to you like that. But, but it is a circus, none de less. None de less. So anyhow, how did game go, Tavin? If, if Donnie Wayne Chambliss, who's on your team, got hooked in the right hand, and Myron Curtis, who's on your team, was losing a crock in the lake and running into people and all that kind of thing, like how in the world did it go? Well, yeah, a bunch of us was wore out, and I ain't making excuses because in the end, we played pretty good. The only thing is we was playing Tri-County Bank, and they put that ball in play hard. Now, it's one thing to go to a softball game, make contact with a ball, because it's a softball, and it ain't really it ain't really that it's called a softball that makes it easy to hit. It's a little bigger than a baseball. You know about that. But they ain't throwing that thing fast. They ain't going, you know, 99 mile an hour or something like in major league baseball players. I mean, it's coming in, you know, at a high arc, you know, slow and steady kind of thing. So it ain't about it ain't about can you make contact. But I'm telling you right now, y'all guys, this ain't no excuse. I'm just telling you the facts. Tri-County Bank, they make contact, but they make horde contact. I mean, they whistle that ball out to the outfield. Uh, they whistle it through the infield. Uh, they hit some dingers. I mean, I, they's wearing us out, and we showed up wore it out already. That's all I'm saying. So they're making real hard contact all night long. I mean, just peppering every part of the field like it's a bowl of soup. Pepper everywhere. And, well, <clears throat> I'll tell you this, y'all guys. I stole two bases. Not a big deal, but it kind of felt like a big deal because we needed every base we could get tonight. I got one hit. I popped out three other times when I was batting, once to the outfield, twice to the infield. And by the end of the game, when we get to the last inning and you like counting up the scores and you counting how many times your team touched home plate, rounding them bases, and then how much Tri-County Bank touch that place you know that bait uh base round you know rounding them bases at home plate well tri-county bank touch home plate 16 times that's a big score tavin don't i know it don't i know it bud's burger shed team burger shed is the same thing you know that's our team we touched the base 13 times now if you know anything about basic remedial uh, numbers 16 more than 13. So they got free snow cones tonight. That's basically what that come down to. Tri-County Bank got free snow cones tonight. I guess the best thing I can say about the softball fields is that there was snow cones to give out tonight. And there was all the flavors you could ever want. Like, it was a it was a quiet night at the softball. I think Mary Beth Tucker was wore out too. You know, she placed in that fishing tournament so she didn't have no bright ideas on how to mess up the concession stand tonight. So that might be the secret. You know, have Mary Beth go fishing the day of uh, softball games. So when she get down to the softball field concession stand, she ain't trying to bring chili dogs, bacon wrap hot dogs, uh, crock pots of chili, pasta bowls, decorate your own cupcakes, uh, ice cream sundae bars, everything she done, you know, as s'mores. Well, that's a story for another day, but she burned down the last concession stand bringing a propane tank uh, trying to do s'mores in there. So uh, I'll tell you that, you know, glass half full kind of thing. Uh, is a is an uneventful night at the concession stand for once. Did Bud's Burger Shed win? No, we lost. Now what's that make us? Well, now we nine, four, and two on the season. That's nine wins. Now four times we got beat, and two times we tied. Playoffs start in two weeks, and I'll know for sure next week. But I'm hoping we in there. Feels like we should be, but stay tuned for all that. And hey, if you winning. Because you got exercise? Well, I guess we winning then.
Don't let anybody tell you fishing ain't exercising. No, just ask Hank Thistle. That fella burned some calories in four feet of water out there this week. Lots going on, y'all guys, at Chancellor Park. And I, like I said, check the link in the show notes for you know how you can pitch in on Patreon. I mentioned that earlier. You're going to see Tavin's bag of bacon first up there. The, them are moving, and if you ain't had some, you got to try it. I can't explain it to you. You think say you might say, Tabin, you explain a lot of things. I'm telling you, it's good. I had more this week myself, uh, but there's still bags left. I ain't ate every bag they have. Uh, Bacon Boise that's that's putting them out. Uh, you see my face right there on the bag, and and right where you tear it open, it says bank bank. I mean, and then once you get inside that bag, there's bacon. So I'm saying win 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 all over the place. Check the show notes for that today, y'all guys. And uh, what else we got going? I mean, you you'll see the shirts. I'll leave I'll leave a link for the shirts. The no pro shirt, no pro hat. Oh, the new watermelon helmet shirts moving. Folks is getting a hold of that. The share it and wear it's what it's on there because that's what you do with the watermelon. You share the watermelon and you wear the helmet. And then uh, of course we got the early bird gets the perm shirt going on. And a couple new ones uh, heading toward Christmas coming out soon, but not quite yet. Uh, my snacks. Did hold up, though, for that fishing tournament, too. I just want to say that uh, because as no pro fisherman and I bring the snacks, I don't want people to think, does he not even know how to bring the snacks? Oh, no, don't you worry. Uh, I didn't run out. But by the end of the day, I made sure they got eight. So that's how that went. I'm a no pro. I bring the snacks. And I guess Sybil Farnhart's got some shopping to do down at Guthrie's Hunting Supply. So that's how that went. Listen, I better get out of here, y'all guys. Please share this podcast with folks and, and leave me a rating and leave me a comment if you can this week. And and hey, if you ain't shot into the lake right into the back of Donnie Wayne Chambliss in an orange swim shirt, cargo shorts, and a pair of Crocs with a fanny pack, getting your phone all wet, you having a pretty good week. Me, I'm Tavin Dillard. This is the Tavin Dillard Podcast. Thanks for joining me this week on the podcast. Until next time, y'all guys. We'll see you later.